Rambam, Mishneh Torah, as we wind down towards the end of the laws of Shechita, <clears throat> of ritual slaughter, chapter 13. Let me give an introduction to chapter 13. There's a beautiful verse which was also made into a beautiful song. Ki yikare kan When you will encounter a bird's nest before you. And you want to take the chicks or the eggs. Shaleach tishalach eshoim. You shall surely send away the mother bird. <clears throat> then you can take the offspring, the chicks or the eggs. There's a lot of discussion. The Rambam, in his guide for the perplexed, says this is simply a law which is an outgrowth of kindness to animals. You don't want the bird to feel the pain of seeing its eggs or its baby chicks taken in its presence. Another interpretation along those lines. The bird, being a mother bird, will not just fly away, but will sit there and try to protect her children. And therefore, she's sort of trapped, because it isn't even a fair fight. Once you take the children, the bird is sitting there like a dead duck. Therefore, the halacha says, Shaleach to Shalach Esha'im. You must first send away the mother bird. <clears throat> then and only then, you can take the offspring. And this is one of the few mitzvahs in which the Torah promises the reward right there. In order that things go well for you, and you'll live a long life. So now, as with every other halacha, <clears throat> there are many, many details, many detailed applications, where yes, where no, and here in chapter 13, there are 21 paragraphs. Paragraph 1, halakeach eim al habonim, if somebody takes the mother along with the babies, the mother bird along with the chicks, and once he slaughters the mother bird, it's not like it makes the meat of the bird not kosher. The meat, the bird, is kosher. However, he did a terrible transgression. And if all conditions are right, he receives lashes. If there are witnesses who see him and warn him, and all the technicalities are met, just because he slaughtered the mother bird, that's the moment of transgression. Shenemar, as it says, <coughs> Do not take the mother with the offspring. And he did. And so also, if he had in mind, to send it away, but it died first. 
What he had in mind doesn't interest us. The fact is he didn't send it away. <coughs> like uh, he can be liable to lashes. But if he sent the bird after he took it, Potter, he's exempt, but it's still not permitted. Because the permissible way is send the bird away first, then take the babies. Now, this kind of commandment is called a lav shenitak li'eser, a negative commandment attached to a positive commandment. The negative commandment is lo sikach ha'eim do not take the mother with the children. The positive commandment is shaleach tishalach send the mother bird away. Although to begin with you have to send the mother bird away first, but still, even afterwards, you still have an opportunity to send the mother bird away and not transgress 100% transgression. And this is what he says in Tu Vechain, and similarly speaking. Kol mitzvah leisase, any negative commandment, shenitka lase, which is adjacent and connected to a positive commandment, chayav lekayim ese shabah. One must fulfill the positive commandment. That's the way you nullify the negative commandment. But if he doesn't like it, then and only then can he put himself in a position of being liable to lashes. Because here, as long as he has the opportunity to send the mother bird away, he can still do so and not fully transgress. Now what happens if what if another person comes? Says, what are you doing? Grabs the mother bird and has it fly away. Or the mother bird just escapes, but he didn't send it away. Like uh, there is the application of lashes. As it says, He must surely send away. He has to send away. He did not fulfill the positive commandment. He breached the negative commandment. The fact that someone else corrected it or the bird broke away on its own does not save him from being liable for the transgression. Dalid. Not al aim alabonim. What if the guy is a wise guy? <clears throat> he takes the mother bird together with the baby birds, the kitsates agapeha, and then he cuts off the mother bird's wings, kadesha leitov, that it shouldn't fly away, the shilcha, and then he sends it away, but it can't go too far. So, how far can it go with clipped wings? The answer is not very far. So this is a technical violation. Vishilcha, he sent the bird away. But before he sent the bird away, he clipped its wings. He cannot be liable for the Torah transgression, but he can receive rabbinic lashes because he violated the spirit of the law. And the way to correct this is he holds on to the bird, but he doesn't eat it. 
until it grows back its wings, or Mishalcha, and then he sends it. What if it died before that? A barcha, or it ran away, or it was lost? Leka, he is liable for lashes if all other conditions are correct. Because he didn't correct the situation by fulfilling the positive commandment. Now the question is technically, how does this work, sending away the mother bird? The How is the mother bird sent off? The answer is very simply, He holds her by the wings, and sends it away. He holds the bird by the wings and throws it out. What if he sends the bird away? It came back again. Why would the bird come back? Because its children are there, its chicks are there, its eggs are there. Vishilcha, he sends it again, because it came back again. Afilo arba v'chamesh pombim, even four times or five times, a lot of times. Chayev l'shaleach, he still has to send away. Shenemar, as it says, shaleach t'shalach, you shall surely send away, and the language is, which is used is a repetitive language, again and again. What if somebody says, I'll tell you what, I'll take the mother bird, but I'll send the babies away. The law is not to take both. Send the mother away and then take the chicks. I don't want the chicks, I want the mother. So I'll send the chicks away. The mitzvah is to send the mother bird away. You must send the mother bird away. It doesn't help. What if he took the chicks? In other words, he sent the mother bird away. According to law, he took the chicks or the eggs and then placed them later back into the nest. And then the mother bird came back to sit on the chicks or the eggs. Potter He's exempt. He did it once. He doesn't have to do it again. Because this scenario is he sent the mother bird away. He took the babies and then put them back in the nest. And the bird came back. Shilach Esoim. What if he sent the mother bird away? as the Torah mandates, and then he goes and hunts it and catches it. That's permissible. Because, according to the interpretation I shared earlier, it was a fair fight. The bird could have gotten away. The bird wasn't hovering around its nest because the babies are there. It's permissible. The Torah only forbade hunting it down when it cannot fly away because of the chicks. Because it's hovering above them. That they should not be taken away. It says, While the mother is Sitting on the offspring, laying on the offspring. If he removed the bird from his grasp as earlier, he sent the bird away. The fact that later, when the 
Babies are no longer there. He went and hunted it down. It's fair game like anything else. Mutter, it's permissible. Ches 8, which birds does this mitzvah apply to? Shiluach ha'eim, sending off the mother bird, is only applicable, number one, it has to be a pure or kosher species bird. Number two, it's not something you grow on your bird farm. Because on a bird farm, we raise birds for the purpose of doing business with them, of eating them, of slaughtering them. This is, as the verse says, ki yikore, if you're walking down the street and you encounter a nest, not birds that you have in your backyard. So it's ba'of toer, a kosher bird, <clears throat> which has not been specially prepared, you're not raising birds. Kigain, for example, Yene, Shevach, Va'aliyah, Va'epes, Shekinanu, Bepardes. This applies to doves rested in a dovecote or in a loft or wild birds that nested in an orchard. This is the idea of kiyikore. They happen to be there. Shenema kiyikore. Avala mezuman. But birds that are prepared, they're there because you put them there. Kigain, for example. Avozim. Ducks. Betanagelim and chickens. Vyenim shekinu babayas. Or doves which nested in the house. <coughs> You're raising them <coughs> for this purpose. One is not obligated to send them away. If the baby chicks were already flying so that they have declared their independence, they no longer need their mother. A or unfertilized eggs. That's the definition here. He does not have to send them off. What if the baby chicks were treif? Which means unedible. They're like unfertilized eggs. And again, there's an exemption. He does not have to send them away. Because we're talking about Birds or eggs that are edible and usable. Yud zachar The above law is about a mother bird. <clears throat> what if it was the father bird, hovering and sitting on the nest? Potter This mitzvah does not kick in. One is exempt. Eif What if a non-kosher species bird? Ravitz is lying on the eggs of a kosher species bird. A or a kosher species, Ravitz lying on the eggs of a non-kosher species bird. Potter Milishaleach is exempt. It has to be kosher bird, kosher eggs. What if it was sitting, lying on eggs that are not its species? But they're pure, they're kosher. A duck on chicken eggs, a chicken on duck eggs. <clears throat> he should send it away, because it's kosher, kosher. However, if he doesn't, the 
punishment of lashes cannot kick in. Ain't a because it's not a technical violation with all the details. Hoisa ha'aim trefa. If the mother bird was trefa, we just finished learning many chapters of what trefa means. It has one of 70 conditions which will not permit it according to halacha to live and therefore already now it's considered a trefa, it's not a viable bird. So the mother was trefa, nevertheless, chayev l'shalcha, the fact that the mother is trefa, and you can't call the shalcha to slaughter it, has nothing to do with the mitzvah of sending it away. You still have to send it away. Yud Beis, we learned earlier that if you, the shalcha slaughters <clears throat> part of the windpipe less than half, the bird is still viable. If the shochet slaughters more than half of either the windpipe or the gullet, then the, sh the bird is already slaughtered. If he slaughters just a little bit of the gullet, the animal is treif. Shochet mixas simonim What if he slaughtered part of one of these two signs in the nest before he takes it? Chayav l'shaleach is still obligated to send it. If he doesn't send it, there's not the technical lashes here. And this is a law which is very discussed as to what does he mean. Is he talking about the trachea? Is he talking about the esophagus? If there's a hole in the esophagus, it's not kosher and so on and so forth. A lot of discussion on this law. Thirteen. What if it was hovering above the nest instead of laying on the babies? If its wings are touching the nest, then it counts and he's obligated to send it away. But if it's not touching, it's just hovering, he's exempt because the verse says, and the mother bird is lying on the babies. What if there is a rag, a piece of material, or feathers which are separating between the mother bird and the nest? He should still send away him. But if he doesn't, there's no lashes. There were two rows of eggs. And the wings of the mother bird are touching the top row. Or it was laying or sitting on unfertilized eggs. And under the row of unfertilized eggs were good eggs. One mother bird was sitting on another mother bird. Or the father bird was sitting on the nest. And the mother bird on the father bird. He should not take. But if he took, he should send away. If he didn't, he does not get lashes. So all of these... Do it just in case, but there is no full 100% violation. What if it's sitting in the nest? There are chicks in the nest. There are eggs in the nest. But the mother bird is not sitting on them. He's not even she's not even touching them. He's exempt from sending the mother bird away. Because obviously she's not in the act of sitting on the birds. On the eggs. So also, if the mother bird is on the side of the nest, and the wings are touching 
on the side, Potter Milashaleach is exempt from sending away. Tess Zion. What if the mother bird was sitting perched on two branches of a tree? The and beneath this bird is the nest. Rayan, we see, any situation where if these branches would be removed, the bird would fall on the nest, is obligated to send. Yud Zayin, What if the mother bird was sitting on one lone chick? <clears throat> on one lone egg. The, the person who wants that one chick or that one egg still has to send the mother bird away. One is the same as, as seven. What if somebody finds a nest floating on water? Or a nest, a bird's nest was developed on the back of an elephant, on the back of a large animal. Could happen. He has to send it away. Makes no difference whether it's in the water or on the back of an elephant. It doesn't say Ephraim a beitzim. It doesn't say that the chicks or eggs must be plural. One is fine too. Actually, it does say but the, the meaning of or the meaning in any tree or on the earth doesn't necessarily mean it must be literally so. This is a rule across the board. The Torah discusses the usual. This is the usual condition. Usually, Nests are in trees or on the earth. Usually nests are not floating in the water or, or on big animals. Yudches 18, One may not even acquire ownership of the eggs as long as the mother is sitting upon them. Resting upon them. Lefiko, therefore, even if it's resting on the eggs or on the baby chicks in the attic, <coughs> in the loft, or in the dovecote, they're not considered prepared. So you can argue, wait a minute. Didn't we learn that our yard acquires whatever goes into our yard? Well, our yard only acquires in certain conditions. A yard acquires something because the yard becomes our emissary. Just as if somebody would make us an emissary, or we would make somebody an emissary to acquire something on our behalf, we can only acquire that which they can acquire. Therefore, our yard can only acquire that which we're permitted to acquire. And we cannot acquire it while the mother bird is on the baby bird. Yutes also little aim alabonim. One is forbidden from taking the mother bird together with the baby birds. Even to purify a leper. We know there's a halach if somebody gets leprosy. 
the way to <clears throat> become purified at the end of the cycle is to bring sacrifices of birds. So he says, I have to take this bird for my sacrifice. The answer is, no, you don't. Find another bird. Even though he argues, she mitzvah, it's a mitzvah. What if he does? Doesn't matter. Send it away. And if he doesn't send it away, he is liable to receive lashes if all other conditions are met. <clears throat> Why? Because yes, there is a positive commandment to bring a bird sacrifice in a case of leprosy. But, one positive commandment of bringing the bird as an offering for leprosy does not override <clears throat> a negative commandment and a positive commandment. The negative commandment is lo sikach ha'eim alabonim. Don't take the mother bird with the baby birds. The positive commandment is shaleach to shalach ha'eim. Furthermore, <clears throat> a positive commandment never overrides another positive commandment. Chav twenty. The same thing applies if the bird was sanctified to the holy temple, not for a sacrifice, but just to donate to the basic fund of the holy temple. If somebody sanctifies a bird to the upkeep treasury, to the temple treasury for upkeep of the holy temple, he can recognize the bird. And then he finds this bird Resting, sitting <clears throat> on chicks or on eggs. The problem is this bird has been sanctified. <clears throat> he takes the whole nest and brings them all to the treasurer. <clears throat> the mitzvah to send the mother bird away does not apply once something has been sanctified to the holy temple. Shenemar, yes, habonim tikach loch. And the offspring you take for yourself, the elu enam shalach. These are not yours. This already belongs to the holy temple. Chaf aleph, eif shehoragasanefesh. What if a bird murdered, killed a person? We know there's a halacha that if any animal kills a human being, then that animal has to be brought to the Sanhedrin, to the court of 23 judges, because anything having to do with capital issues needs 23 judges, and then usually the animal is condemned to death. So here, this bird <coughs> killed somebody. And now, as you're looking for this bird, you find the bird sitting on its eggs or on its chicks. What happens? Potter milashaleach, this mitzvah to send the mother bird away, doesn't apply, he's exempt. Why? Because the first mitzvah is to capture this bird, bring it to court, to try the bird and to kill it, so that it not go out and kill other people. Therefore, the mitzvah to send it away does not apply. End of chapter 13.